Well, there's been a lot of talk about pensioners during the week. A skill shortage and retirees could fill the void, but they don't because they'd lose their pensions. Ian Henschke, Chief Advocate for National Seniors Australia, do we know how many pensioners would like to do paid work? Yes, we do, Bill, because National Seniors did a survey back in February and we found that 19.8% of those people surveyed said that they were intending going back to work and we asked them why. 60% said it was because they needed the money. So that was back in February before the present inflation rise, which is now, according to the latest figures, more than 7%. Uh, We've also had, obviously, the news recently that our electricity bills are going to go up and all the rest of it. Now, the problem is they start to lose their pension when they earn income from working. You say that needs to change, right? Well, we told the government that in the run-up to the budget, and the government did listen, but they listened only in part because what they've decided to do is raise the pension allowance, in other words, the amount that you can earn, by another $4,000. So at the moment, you can earn 7800 on what they call the pension work bonus, and they're going to give a $4,000 income credit, which will start in December... But the really odd thing about it is it's going to end in June. So what we're saying to Treasurer Chalmers and to Mr Albanese as Prime Minister is think about this policy and think about changing it so that you send a good signal to people that says to them, look, we do need you, we need you to work, we want you to work, we'd love you to work, and we're going to give you a better deal if you do work. Surely it would be a good thing all round. I mean, the pensioners get income, the businesses get workers, and the government gets extra tax from the wages the pensioners earn. We went to Deloitte Economics, and we asked them to do a modelling study for us on what would happen if you had a certain number of pensioners working in Australia. And they actually crunched the numbers, and they said, on income tax alone, income tax alone, not talking about anything else, you only need 8% of pensioners to be working in Australia and the government would break even. And above that, they would make money. Now, if you go back to what I said <laughs> yep. originally, I told you originally that we've got 20% of pensioners who say they're going to work. So even if only half of them work, the government still makes money. You're on saying it. it's a so no-brainer, aren't you? Well, I am. And look, I do think you've got to think about this as being more than just uh, an issue of economics because... The problem that we've got at the moment is that the government just had a special um, push to say they're going to fix the problems in aged care. Now, let's just look at the numbers in aged care for a moment, Bill. There are about 200,000 people in residential care homes. Now, but there are more than a million Australians needing some form of home care. So we've got all of these people needing care and we don't have enough workers. Now, we know that there's a home care provider in Queensland, and this just came out of the blue the other week. I just opened up the paper. In fact, it was the uh, Sunday Telegraph the day before uh, the budget, on the eve of the budget, uh, and it had a picture of Jim Charman sitting there with his kids around the table, and then below it, I read this story about a home care provider who said that they needed 1,000 extra workers, and then this lady, Georgia Downs, uh, she said, And one of my best workers is 75. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I'm talking with Ian Henschke from National Seniors Australia. Ian, other countries take a different approach to pension eligibility, not just working but making it universal regardless of assets. Do we need to look at all this sort of stuff? Well, if you were 
a very brave government, and, you know, remember those old words of, yes, minister, be a very brave <laughs> minister that moved towards a thing like that. I don't think we have to go that way. I think we can... I think we can find a middle road where we can look at what the best of other countries have done and do that ourselves. So, um, for example, in Canada, you can earn up to $75,000, I think, before you start getting your pension affected. Uh, I believe it's a similar story in Germany. Uh, And if you look at other countries around the world, uh, Sweden has more than 20% of their over 65s working New Zealand has around 25% of its over 65s working. Here we have 3% of pensioners working and in total about 15% of our over 65s working. But the ones that are working, of course, are, you know, Jerry Harvey and, uh, you know, or Jerry Harvey or whatever his name is and all those sort of people because they, they're not on a pension. And see, yeah. they can work as much as they want and they just pay income tax. Yep. So, uh, so the, the idea is how do you create a system that is both fair and simple. Now, I believe that if you fall under the income test in Australia, it means you haven't got a lot of assets. In other words, you're a pensioner who falls under the income test. Let that pensioner work and pay income tax. God bless you, mate. Good points. Good points. Thanks for talking to us tonight. Thank you, Bill.